It's the Project Finding Good podcast, discovering the good in quality and entertaining movies, series, and more. Presented by Project 88.7 and brought to you by The Gutter Guy. Now, here's your hosts, Kevin and Milton. After waiting over a year, the much-anticipated sequel to A Quiet Place hits theaters. And Milton only crapped his pants seven times. True story that he was not supposed to tell. All on this episode of the Project Finding Good podcast with Kevin and Milton. All right, welcome to another episode of the Project Finding Good podcast. Milton, that's okay. We're not going to hold it against you. Thank you. Um, this was a little bit of a scary fest. A little. But uh, it was awesome. Quiet Place 2. It's in theaters, and we are actually in a theater right now uh, recording at Village Cinemas. Yes. uh, In the village in Meridian, Idaho. Great place to come see uh, the movies. My favorite part the reclining chairs. Oh, yeah. We did. And you and I did see this together. Yes. Came here, had the sodas. Had the chill atmosphere. Yep. Let's talk about before the movie even started. Okay. An old guy walks in, <laughs> right? This was great. This was yeah. awesome. Yeah. Wearing a mask, which is cool, you know, you yeah. wear your mask if you got to. Popcorn in, in, in one arm. He's going to his wife. Going to his wife, walking in the row in front of us, and he turns around to all of us sitting there and he's like, how does it feel to be out together again? Yeah. And we're like, yeah, man. Yeah, it's like a cheerleader. He's like, it's been 16 long months. It was so I awesome. wanted to give him a hug. I did, man. I did. But, <laughs> but the excitement of being back in the theater, you yes. know, and you even told me that uh, another movie you went to, the theater was pretty much packed. Packed. So people. So are I actually back. saw this twice. I saw it before you. Yeah, because you I cheated on me. I couldn't wait. Appreciate it. I couldn't wait. <laughs> <laughs> you were like, okay, we're gonna see this about a couple weeks after it hits theaters. I'm like, yeah, I'm not doing that. Uh, so I'm seeing it now. Sorry. So I'm I slow. actually, I actually watched the first movie and then literally when it ended, went to the theater. You are hardcore, man. It was awesome. You are hardcore. All right, so we're gonna talk about the whole movie. Yeah. So spoiler alert: if you haven't seen it and you don't want to know what happens, maybe go check that out first at uh, the village cinema and then come back and watch this all right um so it's quiet place part two yes a continuation of part one because that's how this works (laughs) yeah that's pretty much how it works sequels work man (laughs) it was part it was part prequel part sequel so they uh, both told the origin story of like day one and then fast forwarded right to where the last movie cut off yeah day 500 and i forget what the number was told the rest of the story um and uh, aliens attack, and we're all surviving. That's what this movie is about. That's basically it. And and of course, if you if you've never seen the Quiet Place before, these monsters, they uh, attack. They can't see, so they attack by sound. If they hear something, they go for it. They kill it. They eat it. Right? Yes. <laughs> right. <laughs> right? Yeah. Basically. So. So this family, well, all of humanity is figuring out how to survive as these monsters are going around, and we pick up this family that. Um, you know, if you haven't seen the first one, the dad dies in the first one. Uh, what? But their big issue is they have this newborn baby, mm. and you know babies aren't quiet. If no. you've ever had one, so yeah. how do you transport a My baby? My fourteen-year-old isn't quiet. <laughs> they go. don't. They never. They never show. How do you transport this baby without being killed? Right. <laughs> is is basically. And then the other element that was unexpected is that we see the other humans yes. that exist and we find out that they're not all great people. No, I mean, they <laughs> right? have learned to survive 
uh, in a lot of very horrible ways. Yeah. 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 Um, so I think I think uh, one of the things that bugged me is that they classified this movie as a horror movie. Yeah. And I'm not. It's not a horror movie. It's a it's a thriller. For sure. Uh, it's certainly got a lot of jump scenes in it. Oh, but yeah. you know, it's not very. It's not overly gory. There's no demonic stuff. Um, there's not a lot of language in it. It's actually a pretty clean movie. Yeah. And well written and beautifully shot. Oh yeah. Uh, so John Krasinski, I think that's how you pronounce his name yeah. from The Office, um, and his wife Emily Blunt, who did right. an amazing job in Part One, uh, comes back. But the real like breakout star of this is. Um, is the female teen lead. Yes. She has a really cool name that I can't even remotely pronounce. No. It starts with an M. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And she's 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 deaf. Yep. Right? In and real she life, has, too. Did you know that? No, I did not know yeah, that. Yeah, she's really? deaf in real life. Okay. And, and she wears a, 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 a hearing assistant device, right? And, uh, and she becomes the hero of this story, which you would think, the way the movie is, she's the least likely hero. Oh yeah. Because here's the problem. Here's her problem. Here's her limitation, right? And and I've I've had ministry with deaf people, and they don't see themselves as limited in any way. I yeah. just want you to know that. Yeah. To them, uh, uh, they are as capable as anyone else, and I and I agree with them. But in this situation with these monsters, she's the least capable person of being the hero because she can't hear. Right. When the monster drops out of the sky into the room that she's in, she doesn't even know the monster's she's there no like anyone else would know. And I think they did a great job of silencing the movie when we're inside her head and you just see movement behind her and you know and you're trying to tell her like, turn yeah. around because the thing is about to eat you, you yeah. know? It's one of my favorite parts of, of, the, of The Quiet Place Part 1, and then, he, of course, he continued it, is John, the writer and director, was able to put the movie-going audience inside the world of, her, of his deaf lead. Yes. By, by silencing. I mean, to go into a movie and have sequences where there's no sound, but that really puts you into her head. I thought it was brilliant. Yeah. It was really cool. And there, it was a weird balance of intensity and peace. Yeah. I don't know if you experienced that. Like, it goes quiet. I didn't You're experience just, much peace in this I movie. did. There were moments where <laughs> it goes silent, and i just like, yeah. whew. And then you see the movement, and then it's like, oh, it's like you're like moving. And I would guess that's how her existence was, right? right? Yeah. This character has the piece of silence, but has the anxiety of like, at any moment, I could die. Yeah. Well, you love that character, but you didn't like a lot of the others. Oh my goodness, please. <laughs> okay. This is uh, this is this part is actually. Um, uh, like consistent with the horror genre. Yeah, there's always that one character that makes all the stupid decisions. Right, <laughs> right. Yeah. Like you're in you're in the safest place. Right. You're in this pit. There's a door, a steel concrete door above you. <laughs> Just stay there. Do not move. But no, let me go upstairs and yeah. let me go explore where dead bodies are and where monsters are running all over the place. Let me leave my little baby brother in in this air sealed thing. Yeah. Who's who is about to die so that I can what not be bored? <laughs> what is wrong with teenagers? These that things? is a teenager thing to do. Yeah, yeah. I, I hated that that part. <laughs> really yes. did. Really yeah. hated. It's certainly. I mean, I got to think back. If I was in a horror movie, I would think I would be that person. 
Yeah. That one, you know, the guy that walks into a shed with a bunch of knives and pitchforks hanging over. I'm like, oh crap. You're, I'm dead you're again. the exact character that I hate. I think that's why I stopped watching horror movies because of the stupidity of it, not because of the yeah. fear. Well, you know, we're out there. That's <laughs> uh, the deal. A great theme of the movie, though, is the power of young people. Oh, man. And uh, so we good. love this. You've been a youth leader. I'm a youth leader right now. Yeah. Um, just empowering young people in their ability to go and change the world and Definitely. do amazing things. And I love that the lead of this movie, the savior of the world, is a teenager in this movie. I love it too, and and I've seen it over and over. You know, teens who have been empowered and do great things, and I've also seen the other side of the coin, teens or young people in their 20s and 30s who've been held back and yeah. said, you're not ready, you're not old enough, you don't have enough experience, you don't have enough training. Forget that. And I wanna encourage anyone who's listening to us who's who's in their teens, in their 20s, in their 30s, like, you have an idea, you have something you wanna do, you wanna make a difference in the world, go for it. Don't let any old person like Kevin or Milton tell you <laughs> that you can't. Yeah. Because you have power, you have energy, you have ideas, and we need you, we need what you have to make this world the best that it could be. Yeah. I mean, it's consistent if you read any kind of scripture oh, uh, that the majority of heroes in the Bible were young. Definitely. Uh, you know, Jesus did the majority of his ministry when he was in his 30s. Early 30s. Um, you have David, who was like a young kid. Yeah. I mean, he was pre-teens, teens, um, and, and then got just a ton of power very early on. Yeah. And David's a perfect example of this teenager who anointed as a very young age, chosen by God, and everybody overlooked him. And everybody right. told him, shut up, stay back. He goes, hey, I, I'll kill Goliath. And they're like, shut up, like sit down, you know, <laughs> it's not your time. And he goes and he does it, right? Because he believes in himself, because he believes in his calling, he believes in his God, and he believes in the power that God has given him. Yeah. And I want every young person to feel that and experience that and just be energized by that to do good. Yeah. It's interesting to talk about, because um, I, I do think there's a flip coin. I mean, there's always two sides of every yeah. coin, right? There's believing that you have no limitations, and then there's believing that you don't have limitations. <laughs> right. And it's very different, or it's a very small difference. Um, but I think there's power in knowing what you are not good at. Yeah. So that you can put that energy into things that you are. I'm not talking about doubting yourself. Right. I'm just talking about the fact that we all have limitations. Yeah. We all are not, we, we all have things that we are not good at. We don't all have it all. Yeah. Um, and I think it's important to continually know yourself, continually press in, and then attack what you're great at. Yeah. And don't let your limitation be your excuse for not being able to do what you're called to do. Yeah. The hero of this story, she has a limitation, or at least we would consider it a limitation. She can't hear. Sure. But she doesn't see that as a limitation. And she steps out confidently and says, I'm gonna save my family. I'm gonna save the world. And my limitations are not gonna get in the way. In fact, she uses her limitation to her advantage yep. to be able to get the solution to the problem. So yeah, you're right. All of us are limited. Cause look at all the other characters. They had their own limitations. Right. Right? Yeah. Her brother is dumb. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> he wasn't dumb. 
Okay. <laughs> this is just really dumb. Scaredy cat. He was a scaredy cat. He you know, mom, mom, it mom has her self confidence. Okay. Yet. The baby. Well, what are babies good for? The you baby know, was crying dumb. and pooping, right? <laughs> uh, um, the, uh, the 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 other male character. He's got his limitations because he's being held back by the loss of his family. So he has grief, he's and he doesn't. Up. He's just given up. He's given up, right? You have this this tribe or these people on this island. Their limitations is is they think they're safe, right? And they don't realize that at any moment their safety can be done. Can we just talk about how dirty they were? And they live on the water. <laughs> oh Jump in the water. Like, take a bath. It's an ocean. Have you ever been to the ocean? You can't take a bath in the ocean. <laughs> it's so unrealistic. God. <laughs> All right. So we have a fish poop in the ocean. Do you bathe in poop ocean. water? Sometimes. Oh my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Wow. So let's talk about the feel good and do good. Uh, you know, After we try, that, <laughs> what else is there? <laughs> we try to pull out a feel good, do good of every movie we see. Um, so, uh, Milton, what's your feel good? Radio saves the day. <laughs> radio yes. saves the day. As we, two, as you and I work guys. in radio. We're radio guys. Yes. Um, I just thought it was cool. You know, the studio, the on-air switch. He puts the, the 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 listening device on the mic and kills all the monsters. I think it's awesome. You know? So right. radio. Hey, radio isn't dead. <laughs> Tune in. After you watch this, go to your car and listen to the radio. 88.7 Project. 88.7. And the do good is just don't give up. Don't let your imitations uh, kind of hold you back. Go right. get it. And know, know what you're good for and go, or know what you're good at and go get it. All right? So, uh, hey, that's it. That wraps up this edition of the Project Finding Good podcast. Really fun episode. Great movie. And thanks again to uh, Village Cinema for hosting us. We want to make sure you, you get all the episodes that we were doing. We're releasing new ones every single week. Make sure to like, subscribe, hit that bell, whatever you need to do to watch and listen to what's coming next. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to The Project, Finding Good Podcast. Make sure to subscribe wherever you listen to or watch podcasts and visit our archives to explore more good in movies, series, and more. Thanks to Project 88.7 and The Gutter Guy for their support. The Project Finding Good Podcast is part of the NRT Podcast Network.